Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Hello. I'm here. Hello, Steed. It's me and Steed. Uh, Pat, uh, it's Pat's mom's birthday. So, so this happy is a birthday song. to her. Happy Did birthday. Did you get her anything, Paul? Uh, I got her some meat candles. Okay, <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah, I think she'd. Uh, I think she'd really appreciate that. I think Pat got so, that too, though. You think that's what he might have gotten her? Oh yeah, but fine. Hey, hey, hey. It was fresh. In what his about mind. some? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's something I heard. Uh, maybe she would appreciate this. And Paul, you're a low key wine guy. You don't like to admit it, but you do like wine. That's uh, very true. Have you heard? Have you heard of Natty Wine? Like Natty Light, but wine? Like Natty being used in the term of natural, but uh, like natural wine. So, you know, if you're, if you want to go around the Natty, natural being going the Natty route, then you'd go Natty Wine. Isn't it all natural? Isn't it just grapes and other uh, grapes? Apparently there's certain wines out there that have more or less of the preservative type things and... uh like sulfates, I don't even know what that means, but that's one of the terms that came up when there was a discussion the other night about natural wine. Less sulfates. I know sulfates aren't supposed to be like in shampoo. I did not know they were also in wine. I'm not a fucking scientist. This is not confirmed. This is just what happened after. This was after, to be fair. This was after a few drinks of wine, a few glasses of wine. This discussion came up, but there is such a thing out there as natty wine, and. It's the fancier version of Natty Ice. Oh. Or Natty Light. That sounds that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So maybe that we should get that for Pat's uh for Pat's mom. Just a little natty wine, get her a little tipsy. Yeah. So Paul Paul, one of the other big things that happened over the weekend. Uh we'll dive a little bit in sports for a second. Uh Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia with the win. What do you think about this game? I Thought that they were going to lose by about 45 points. Um, just, you know, classic Bills. But big Josh Allen comes in, hurdling people, scoring like three touchdowns. It was awesome. Yeah, I think this was like one of the bigger upsets in the NFL in a while as far it, as the spread versus what happened. I think it was the biggest one ever because they were like plus 16 and a half and they won outright. Like, was by, it that crazy? Yeah. It were, might have been the other way around. Like, they might have won by 16 and a half. No, they won by 20, I think. I think it was 26 yeah, I don't know. to, like, 6. Because they, they scored a touchdown, the Vikings did. But I don't know why they went for 2 when they were down by 20. 
So do you think this has something to do with it? I've worn a Bills jersey on a day that football is being played twice. And one was the fourth preseason game where the Bears played the Bills. I was at the Bears-Bills uh, preseason game, and I was wearing my Joe Webb Bills jersey. And they won. And and the Bills ended up winning that game, coming back in the end and winning that preseason game. Then, this is Sunday, I was wearing my Bills jersey. Uh, I was not wearing my Bears jersey. I should have been wearing my Bears jersey. Well, they also <laughs> won, so that's fine. But yeah. I wore my, my Joe Webb Bills jersey, and the Bills win. So you got to wear that Think about for it. the next, I don't know, 10 Sundays in a row? 6, yes. 15, whatever? 14, I can do that. 12? Yeah. 12. Yeah. That works. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> the, so, the bills need it. One of the things I was thinking about, this is uh, the Tide Pod thing is kind of done, right? Yeah. All yeah, the people that work are not really. It. Yeah. They all died. The They've ones already, that were doing it. They, they're dead at this point, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not doing it anymore. And so, and once the fad is kind of done, you're you're not really doing it anymore. But do you think Gushers missed out on a big opportunity to make a Tide Pod looking gusher? Like it just had that same color scheme? Oh, yeah. Then it could be like, hey, impress your friends. Make them think it's a Tide Pod. Like you're a badass or something. But really, you're just eating a delicious gusher. Exactly. Like it's the safe version. Like if you want to seem like you're cool, you, you can still do the video. Like it has the green slime that comes out in the middle. Uh, you know, you still make the videos, but it's just a gusher. And I think they kind of missed that opportunity. They would have made millions. What's the age where gushers are no longer acceptable to be eating? Like what, what does it look at when it looks weird? Like at some point it's really cool, right? When you're in school, maybe like you're jealous of somebody that has gushers because gushers are amazing tasting. But at what age, if you saw like a guy in a lunch, like a guy in a, let's say a food a food uh, mall, like a food court at a mall, and he's eating Gushers. What age are you like uh, that looks kind of weird? Uh, 14. 14 and above? 14. That's a, ch- <laughs> that's a child's fruit snack. That's my daughter's. You take that off. It is off. a child's fruit snack for sure. And it's it's not like it's any different. Like sugar, like Starburst, you wouldn't say the same thing. No, you can see like any age good. person eating yeah, but for some reason, Gushers, even though it's like similar flavors and everything, like if you just see somebody that's, you know, just older than 14, you're right, then, well, they, you know, it just looks weird. They do like marketing for Gushers, like, oh, it's a bunch of kids with the fruit. Starburst, you got the commercials where it's like a bunch of jet guys in a warehouse, like, throwing Starburst around. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's much more into, I think Gushers, uh, I want to see a bunch of like super jack guys like smashing Gushers. Oh, that would be cool. And the stuff exploding. Yeah. I think we could get some of that going. Yeah. Or we could work on my, uh, in, oh, this would be perfect, Paul. I got this idea. I'm merging some of my previous ideas now with this. So remember my, uh, I don't know if you remember my Instagram idea for making an Instagram account called Young and Yoked, and it's about uh, kids that are very in shape. Um, Jay, you but can't. it's nothing weird. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is why I haven't made no. it yet because I you can't say, find a way to make this without it being weird. You say, uh, <laughs> you say nothing sexual on but the wire like four times. Nothing, exactly. No, that's that's the only description. That's the only description underneath the yeah, like a description of what the Instagram account is. It just says nothing sexual. Uh, to be very clear, it's nothing. It's like it's like when uh, Frank and it's always sunny when he's doing the the. <laughs> the thing for the kids, the beauty pageant, and he has oh. to keep reminding everybody 
that he's not he doesn't diddle kids. Um, not a diddler. I don't like these kids. Not a. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to their they're going to their uh, dressing room that way. That's over there. Mine's over there. I'm going over <laughs> over on this other side. Very nice performance. Very nice and clean performance. Welcome, welcome to our legitimate show of kids. A very, very, very nice. Which one of these talented uh, entertainers, who I am not attracted to at all, will be the winner? I'm not attracted to any of them. None of them. And that's the way it is. Anyway, everybody put your hands together and clap for the kids. Clap, clap, and you wave goodbye. Wave, wave goodbye. Go to your dressing rooms. We're gonna start the show. Go on. Okay, just don't touch. Go to there. Go on to the, their dressing room. Over there on that side of the stage, I am going to my dressing room. We will be right back. I'm over here. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that. So that's what I would have to do if I did Young and Yoked. I'd just keep reminding. And the more you say it, the more, you know, less believable it becomes. Then you're like, okay, what do you say? You know? Um, You you say it once, you're done. How about some super jacked kids that are smashing gushers? They're doing stuff in the gym. So they're still getting their younger audiences, but it's also kids that are super in shape. So that works out well. So it's not for nerd kids. It works out well for like Jared from Subway. <laughs> well, let's okay, okay. Yeah. At first, I thought you were going like the losing weight route, but then I saw which route you were going. With yeah, that after. yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, you're right. Okay. Well, hopefully he doesn't have TV access in jail. Uh yeah, that's true. If, as long as he doesn't, I think it's a go. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another thing here, Paul. I had this. So I've been selling things on OfferUp. Do you know what OfferUp is? Uh, it sounds like eBay, but like 2018. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. There's Let Go and OfferUp. They're two big apps that you get, and where you take a picture of something and then you like put it up on the app, and then people just uh, basically what happens is you, is you do this, and then people just douche you, like way undersell you on everything that you're putting up, and like. I put everything up at a reasonable offer or maybe a tiny bit more than I would be expecting. And then they're, you know, they're going like a quarter of what I'm asking for. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm trying to sell, like, I, I even have like one of my, my, I have my car that I'm selling is on there. You can put like stuff that's not like crazy. You know, it's just like a thing where it's just another like eBay or Craigslist type thing. So I get it up on a few different sites. So I have my car and I've gotten some ridiculous offers on the car from there that are way you know half of what i'm asking and stuff like that but then the most ridiculous one has been i'm selling uh the other car that i have the bmw x5 it's a like a nav system for that right okay and it's like it's like an old it's like the stock one that comes with it i have it listed for like 200 bucks right fairly i i or two yeah two hundred dollars and I think I bought it for like 160. It's the guy that I bought. Anyway, it's easily worth over $200. I got it at a good deal at 160. If I put it 200, I'm like, at least I just get my money back. I'll be happy because I ended up not needing it. Um, so anyway, I get all these offers for like 50, 75 bucks. And I'm just like, you know, no, I'm not interested in that. That's Because these people just like, I think what they like to do, what I heard also is that there's a lot of pawn shops on there. And so sometimes the pawn shops will like, like they buy just it, just stuff it. it on offer up. Yeah, exactly. They're doing that and then reselling it at their shop 
for you know way less money than or way more money than they bought it a for. Money truck, baby. So in this case, this guy you know put up like fifty, seventy bucks. I'm saying no, and then he's like, just so you know, this is like this is a good offer. Just letting you know. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> and then I get another one, and this is the stupidest one I've ever heard. And this this lady's going back and forth with me, and she says like seventy five dollars. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, I'm literally tell people like one sixty is the least I'll take for it, right? Yeah, because that's just me getting my money back. And then she says, uh, $100. Um, that's all the cash I have. Has she and heard of a bank? <laughs> that was exactly... <laughs> I, think, I think, like, in her mind... That's exactly my point. And so, like, I think in her mind, like, she's used to this. She's heard, like, maybe she was with somebody that was doing this technique of, like, they went to somebody's house and they're... Hang- maybe they're at a garage sale, right? Oh, yeah. And they go up and they're buying, like, a dresser. And the stressors for fifty bucks, and they all say, "All I have is two twenties in cash. Sorry, you know, you can take it or leave it." And that kind of works sometimes in that scenario. You're seeing the money in front of you. Sometimes you even see the person's wallet, and you see that they're not lying. Really, that's maybe that's all the cash that they have, right? Yeah. Uh, it yeah. also works with homeless people. You say, "I don't have any cash on me." Oh, I always have cash on you me. Know. Yeah, <laughs> you always have cash on you. I don't often. A lot of times, have cash. I'm not going to give cash to the homeless. Uh, not no. in that way. No. Um, but this when you but when you say it over like an app and like you're on the other side of Chicago with me and we are not in person and we're not planning on even meeting to sell this for a couple of days, you can't just say <laughs> all I have is a hundred dollars in cash on me, because you can just go to the bank, you can just get more cash on the way. That's fine. You only have a hundred dollars in cash. Go ahead and stop. There's an ATM. There's like probably forty ATMs between wherever you're coming from and where I'm where I'm at. But they could even go be a homeless guy. Cash. Just be a homeless guy for an hour. Get, you know, 40 bucks exactly. or whatever. You would get a little more cash. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> in her mind, that was like a, I only have $100 cash, take it or leave it. In my mind, uh, you just sound really stupid because uh, <laughs> I know you can just get more cash. <laughs> yeah. like, it is possible. <laughs> it is very possible to get more cash. Uh, so, and needless to say, I'm still selling that uh, uh <laughs> BMW X5 nav system stock. If anybody wants that, two hundred dollars. I'll take one sixty for it. Um, that sounds fair to me. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm an expert yeah. on nav systems for BMW X5s. That's a good point. That's a good point. Also, we still have uh, Chubstep golf balls, Paul. Maybe I get to send you a, a pack of those. Yeah, I mean, I would I would lose them on the course, and you know, two well, that's holes, okay. But I. I would almost rather people play them and lose them, and then you know when it's like a couple of days later, and somebody's going through the forest and finds a golf ball, and they just see the Chubstep logo on it, and they say, "Oh, what's this?" There, and they search it. They go through their house's, you know, living room. They're like, "Why is my glass broken in my window?" Oh, yep. Chubstep. Yep. And Life then you got the listener. next smack on your hands. You know, somebody just finds it and is a big fan of the show. Yep. That, oh, Blake, you're right. Breaking through a window would be even better, Paul. I like that. Playing a course like with a lot of houses around it. We should just go to them and start chucking them through windows. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that idea. Uh, there, there's a there's a course you know near where we grew up uh, called Potawatomi, and they have this. It's right in the river, and there's this big sign that says "Don't hit golf balls across the river into people's houses, or you get fined, or whatever it is." But I think it might be worth doing it at night just to like, because you can hit it across the river. Well, I guess they'll know where it's coming from, but it's you're never going to be able to catch somebody across the river from doing that. Oh, no way. Get off my lawn. It's not like Could, the guy comes out and then 
Could have been anybody. Know, is able to like, could have been anybody exactly. And they can't just come out and be like, "Hey, come over here." It's like, how am I going? I'm not going <laughs> to swim across the river. You know, yeah, let me let me just swim across a whatever hundred yard wide yeah. body of water so I can go pay for your window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not going to do that. No. <laughs> uh, I have two uh, two stories about regarding golf balls hitting houses. So the first is that, uh, and this one is not, the first one is not confirmed. I was not there, but I heard one time that my uncle hit somebody's house, uh, broke a window or something like that, damaged the house in some way. They came out and asked for, you know, what's your name, that kind of stuff. He just gave him a fake name and number. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I don't, I'm, I, I always think about this. Like, is it like, obviously that's kind of a douche move. Like you should, you should take some responsibility, but also living on the golf course. I mean, you bought that like house. You, I, I, you bought the house and you know what you're getting into. Are you really expecting everybody that shanks a shot? Cause it's very easy to shank a drive, especially if you're not a pro golfer. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, how many times you just hit one that goes just crazy one way or the other. It's very I mean, easy to hit these houses sometimes. By hole four, I've had like eight beers. Yeah, exactly. I, it just goes downhill. I'll yeah. bring the beers. <laughs> yeah. And I'll so you're bound to hit a few horse, uh, houses depending on, on the course. And so like so these houses are kind of asking for it. So, so that one, it's like, I'm like, okay, the guy probably doesn't deserve to get a fake name and number, but at the same time, he also should kind of know what he's getting into there. I don't know if you should really, is it fair to ask somebody else to pay for your place when it's an accident and you know what you're like, you're right in the line of fire with us. Well, if it's that guy's dumb enough you know, to, he just took his fake name and number. He's like, all right, man, thanks. Seems like a stand up guy. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. I, I mean, he was right there. <laughs> yeah. You have to have that. You have to have that uh, name pretty ready though. The fake name? Like, I don't think you could go with Steed Palomino on that because people would be like, that's not a real name. No, nah, I'd have to go with like uh, Brian McGill. <laughs> <laughs> Just use a friend's name and use his number. I, can, I, I remember, I, yeah, I know his number by, by heart. Uh, so I could definitely just do his cell phone. That would work out pretty good. <laughs> and Brian's like, uh, I'm in California, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, my friends call me Brin Flakes. Uh, yeah. So I do like that idea. Um, here's the other story. Uh, this was, I was golfing with a friend of mine, uh, Jamie. I was golfing with Jamie at this place called uh, Mill Creek. And Mill Creek, notorious for having a bunch of houses along the course. It's always, sometimes you get these cheap deals that'll pop up on a golf, uh, like on a golf now site and it's cheap and you go there and you're like, oh, this is why I don't like to play here because the houses are so close. You're going to hit them all the time. Yeah, that course is narrow. Yeah with and just so houses. they had something going on on one of the nine holes like maybe the back nine or something like that so you had so you paid 18 but you just played the front nine twice and i don't know if like they had aerated it or something like that but for some reason that you weren't allowed to play on the back nine so you just play the front nine twice so me and jamie are playing and jamie hits the ball one of the holes let's just say the fourth hole hits the ball uh this was not off the drive it was off a second shot and hits this guy's house <laughs> and the guy comes out and, and it sounded like it hit the guy's car but he didn't see any damage but it was definitely like a loud noise for sure mate did some damage to something maybe just a siding or something like that right the guy comes out and he's like hey you know you I, i've looked around doesn't seem like anything major happened 
but I need, you know, I need your, uh, you know, I want your information just in case. So Jamie gives him his real information, right? This happens. We were a little, we were fairly, we were fairly younger and stuff like that. So we were really hoping nothing. We didn't have a ton of money. We're hoping nothing happens. We play that second nine back around. I don't know if you can see where this is going. Jamie hits a ball and hits that guy's same house. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. then instantly, instantly, we just get the cart and just drive off. <laughs> we don't, didn't even finish the hole. Just skip like the next two holes and just play. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We're like, no way we're doing that again. Uh, and so that was uh, by hitting yeah, hitting the house. Those houses got to get hit like four times a week, though. Exactly. It's like 20 but, yards <laughs> off the fairway. Those, I know. Some of those are so, like, they're just asking for it. Like, you really are just like, what? and it would be so dumb because you couldn't be, like, outside with your kids. Like, imagine if you could, like, hey, you want to go play outside, <laughs> you know? <laughs> With oh, your daughter or something like wear that. Wear a helmet. Watch out. Yeah, you have to wear a helmet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I just don't know what you do. Like, I don't, like, I've seen some that have, like, nets over the city, but, like, then you're just living in, like, a, <laughs> it's so dumb. I don't get it. You, you just can't have a house that's that close where you're in danger of that. So you, you can't be grilling. Like, I couldn't be doing bro grill once a week and just be worried about just getting hit with a ball in the back of the head while I'm grilling something. Maybe you could make not, that, uh, like, we could buy a house like that and that, that that's our big scam like we just wait for people to hit balls at us and then boom sue them get insurance scam get a bunch of security cameras all over the place yep oh yeah and then not even it would be good um to just have a series of golf balls and then so somebody hits like say they hit a titleist in your yard you just start <laughs> screaming you bring the titles because they a lot of times you can't see the a lot of times you can't see the actual exactly where it hits right you just kind of see like maybe it's over some trees or something like that so you start screaming hey somebody hit me i need help you know and then you're holding like you hold your head right that's probably the best spot to hold oh that's you're holding your head and then you just have the titleist ball either you go near their ball or just lose their ball and you have a new ball that's just like you know right next to you you're like what what ball were you playing uh, I yeah. was playing a title. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me go check <laughs> my window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think this is a good idea. It could just like a little quick cash on the side. Bird up. Hello. So, uh, Paul, anything going on with you that you want to get to? Um, I went to Waffle House for my first time ever this weekend, and nice. uh, yeah, it was a it was a good time. I was out after the. Uh, the Bulldogs played at like noon, and then we uh, stayed out at the bars. Uh, we're at this one bar. I was with my brother and a couple of his friends, and they all left. Like, I don't know. I thought it was early. Apparently, it was like 10 or something, but we'd have been out since noon, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I was just hanging out with some other people, and these girls are like, Hey, uh, we're going to Waffle House. You want to go to Waffle House? With us, I'm like, yeah, I've never been there. It'll be fun. So Waffle House was a little bit classier than I expected. I'll say that. Yep. People give it a bad rap. But uh, crazy Waffle House stuff always happens. So we were sitting at this table, and uh, the girl next to me spilled her water. And immediately starts crying. <laughs> Why is that? I, I don't know. She was crying for like... 
six minutes straight because she spilled a glass of did, water on the table. Did it spill on her at all? <laughs> no, dude. It just spilled on the table. <laughs> all right. I was sitting there. Uh, I'm so, like, Waffle House does that to you, I guess. So, well, to be fair, most people in a Waffle House aren't super happy with themselves. Uh, I mean, like they're, yeah. It's it's not like the usually the it's kind of like the Walmart of the of the breakfast locations, right? It's like you're going to see some interesting characters in there. Nobody's like overly excited about, hey, I just came back from shopping at Walmart, or I just like, and even though you know that you might have good deals and you might have good food at a at a Waffle House from time to time, uh, nobody goes back from there and says, oh, I just you know, I had the that's best like meal where do you want to go wife. eat? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's go back there uh, when we're not drunk. Have you heard Jim Gaffigan has a whole skit on Waffle House that's very funny? I've not heard that. He, I remember one of his descriptors is that uh, it's basically if a gas station bathroom served waffles <laughs> or served breakfast food, you know, like <laughs> just that type of. Uh, <laughs> this, so and even even yeah. this one, this one's in downtown Athens, so it might have been a little bit nicer. Okay, yeah, but I but had also even been... that sign. I've been drinking you for also about been drinking. 13 yeah. hours straight. So so this could have had something to do with the girls crying also, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's fair. I thought it okay. was me for a sec. I was like, what did I do? Just trying to eat a freaking waffle over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like you maybe chewed too loudly or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Loses her mind. Yeah. Uh, all right, so how about this uh, Jeff Goldblum movie Hi. Hi. Oh, yeah. Hi. I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. Because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. Yeah, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He no. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Okay, Man of the Year 2006. This is a cover that I'd seen like a million. I've seen this cover a lot, and it's uh, Robin Williams uh, with like a looks like an old timey like Benjamin Franklin wig on. Like you know, he's dressed up kind of old school. The powdered wigs or something. Powder wig. Yep. Yep. So this is uh, 2006. This came out, and the whole concept here is that a comedian like a John Stewart type guy decides that he's running for he's a comedian that has a late night political talk show and he decides he's going to run for president and then uh they you find out pretty fast that he he gets elected but then there's an error that gets him elected um that the reason he won is because of computer malfunction with the voting system so that's kind of the concept of this. Uh, so you find that out, you know, pretty fast. It's all even in the description on IMDb and stuff like that. So uh, this is starring Robin Williams. He plays the main guy, Tom Dobbs. Christopher Walken is in this. 
He plays his manager. Lorne Linney. Lorne Linney is from Ozark. She's uh, Jason. Yes, Jason Bateman's wife in Ozark. Louis Black. Do you know Louis Black, comedian? Yeah, he yells at everybody or He yells at everybody. He uh he used to be fairly popular. I haven't seen much from him recently. I think he can be funny sometimes, but sometimes he's a little much. I would agree with that. Yeah. I remember him having a very common uh, very funny comment about candy corn one time. And it was <laughs> along the lines of that uh, they haven't made candy corn since like nineteen fifty. And people oh keep God. just like getting it and they they have it sitting there for a while then they throw it away and then there's somebody's job is to go around to different dumpsters and clean it off and then give it back out on Halloween. <laughs> that is <laughs> what it tastes like. like that. It's just wax. I know. I know. It's <laughs> nobody loves candy corn. Uh and then of course uh Jeff Goldblum is in this. With Jeff Goldblum. Of course. Of course. So and then Tina Fey and Amy Poehler in this playing themselves on SNL when they were when they were weekend update host at the time. So uh, they are in this as well. So he goes on SNL at some point, a fake version of SNL. So the deal is with this one, um, I, it kind of makes me miss Robin Williams a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Because, so, yep. I'm not a big Robin Williams fan. You're not a big Robin Williams fan? No. I'm not a fan of his movies. I like I like his like stand-up. And, like, other stuff he does, but his movies, he's just so, like, upbeat and, I don't know, happy all the time. Yeah. You I don't like, like Jumanji. Uh, I, I mean, I like Jumanji, but I Robin Williams in it. It's just me being honest. Okay, I appreciate you being honest. I'm going to strongly disagree. Because Jumanji single-handedly paved the way... For the new Jumanji Starring that Dwayne came out. Starring The Rock Johnson. <laughs> so I don't know how you can really disagree with that. All right. I'll, I'll, give, you, him, I'll give you Jumanji. Okay. Because without him, where would The Rock be? That's what I want to say. <laughs> Making another Fast and the Furious. Shut up, yeah. bitch. <laughs> That's a good point. So Robin Williams, I don't know. I, I was always kind of a big... I kind of missed when I watched this. I was like, oh, yeah, this is like how Robin Williams was. He was very Robin Williams' character in this. I I think I like him a lot, uh, not like 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 him, but like uh, like You're as a comedian, him. as an actor, into him comedically, and into you him as an actor. You spend a night with him. I would spend a night with him talking. You'd, Nothing you'd more. You buy some natty wine. Natty wine. Yep. You'd sit him down. Yep. Goldblum would walk in and talk about his wife's yep. legs. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> we'll see where it goes. Exactly. See where it goes from there. So that would be that would be the first way I'd go. So <laughs> this movie, like, is an interesting take on. This, so he runs as an independent. You know, he doesn't take a side. Which I think, if you had any of the late night talk show guys right now, they would all run as Democrats. There's not even a question about. You know, there's not a satirical oh, yeah. uh, uh, late night talk show guy that's that's right wing at all, um, or even independent. So really. even independent. Yes, I would agree. So, but in this case, he runs as an independent and he does it because he's making fun of the political sides and he sees how much he doesn't like, you know, the Democrats party or the Republican party. And he just, all the stuff he says in this is very kind of refreshing. And it's just kind of like, 
if there was actually a candidate like this and it was actually able to get traction like this, you, you could actually see this actually making an impact type of thing. He talks about how, like, he doesn't take any... Uh, one of the good lines he has is he doesn't, like, take any money. He doesn't do any commercials during the whole thing because he says they usually spend, like, $200 million on commercials, and that's, you know, money that could be used for other things. And he talked about how, you know, with all the lobbyists that are backing all the politicians, they should not stand up in suits. They should stand with, like, NASCAR uniforms on where they have, like, different patches of who is sponsoring them. So, like, if, oh. big, you know, if Big Oil is sponsoring, you know, this Republican guy, they should have, you know, Texaco on his shoulder or if, you know, whatever this is sponsoring this, you know, Democratic guy, then they have that on the back, you know, somebody, you know, Morgan Stanley or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So you have all these different, um, yeah, spot, you know, things that are actually funding all this thing that influences a lot of stuff. And so you have this independent guy that just kind of like, how about just not that? And so you could have seen this being a real thing if, but to get that kind of traction is tough just in this, in the climate. But, um, well, the movie kinda I happened. thought was... That, yeah, kind of, but not Trump not was sitting exactly. there joking about it for like eight years, and then somebody pushes buttons enough to where he's like, all right, screw it, I'm doing it. Yeah, but he didn't run as an independent by any means. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you're right, came out of that kind of, like this, this was obviously six, you know, twenty six or 2006, but yeah, came out of the same kind of like nowhere, like not a politician type thing. He probably watched this um, movie and he's like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly what happened. See another thing Robin Williams did. So, uh, so anyway, with this, I, I, uh, I liked this. I actually did like this movie. I didn't love the end. So I think they could have ended it better than they did. I would have had a completely different ending for it. I'm not going to ruin it, but it's still a top tier for me. I still, I would, I would like, I liked watching this movie enough. Um, you know, not amazing, but I, I liked it. So I'm going to give it a, a Jeff Goldblum on the Independence Day movie review. Scale. That could buy it, I think, at least some time. To, uh, to take them, take them out, take them down, do your, do your stuff. Let's hear about the Bloom. What was he doing in this? Oh yeah, sorry, real fast. Good point. Goldblum was the uh, like the second, like maybe the VP of the company that is that was running the whole uh, system that was doing the voting for the president. So they messed up. Uh, so Goldblum's Goldblum. trying to like cover it up. What a dog. Yeah, so he's trying to make the girl that found this this code break the the issue. Uh, he's trying to make her seem crazy, like by they like inject her with drugs and stuff like that to make her like so she's what? not believable that so that nobody else is. Yeah, he kind of plays a bad guy, not a very Goldblum character in this, not a great Goldblum role in general for this one, but uh, still top tier for me. Still making the big bucks. Yeah. You, oh, your Tanzania article. Oh, your Tanzania news. Tanzania yep. News. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that the infection is now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. Oh, it's a uh, fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. So, uh, what's going on in Tanzania right now? Well, happened a couple weeks yeah. ago. A ferry flipped over in Lake Victoria, and it was carrying uh, over 200 people. The ferry yeah. is supposed to be carrying 100 people. So Yeah, 101, I see. Yeah, so when this thing flipped over, um, 
I guess it was just crazy and not a lot of people knew how to swim, apparently, because they were near the shore when it capsized. That sucks. They were doing some maneuver, I guess, and then it capsized. But the new news that came out about it is somebody was trapped in like an engineering room or an engine room for two days and they just pulled him out of there. And he survived. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's insane. Yeah. So those guys, yeah, just like in some bottom of the boat for how would you just be going crazy? You'd probably that'd probably be one of the worst feelings. So I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice to be alive, but if you're just stuck in some boat underneath the water for a couple of days, that's no good. Yeah, I mean, you could probably hear people like out there, I guess, which would give you hope because they were like yeah. towing it and I guess trying to do stuff. But yeah, if you're you're in there, I get, it was freshwater lake, so you could drink water. Yeah. I guess. But, but they also couldn't float as well in, in fresh water, so that's, I guess that's not good. Yeah, that's true. Well, you're right. You probably needed that fresh water to survive. Um, but, yeah, just a crazy thing. And it said it said 200 dead, so, that I mean, that's assuming nobody else survived. So there might have been over 200 people on the boat that was a capacity yeah. of 100. Yeah, they don't actually know how many. The uh, That's crazy. The president, what's his name? Uh, Magafuli. Magafuli has called for the arrest of everyone involved. The captain was already arrested because he let some guy steer the boat who flipped it or something. Oh, God. The, uh, but they are going to build another ferry. The oh, president, that's good. president, I guess, ordered them to build a new ferry. Maybe they should have just had a you know, bigger ferry in the first place or just not let that many people on. Obviously, they have a ferry issue in Tanzania, so hopefully this new one uh, resolves that. But that's pretty insane. So I think it should be a law universally. If you get on a boat, you need to know how to swim. I think that's a, probably a pretty good call. That I mean, that's like that's like if you could only ride a bike but you didn't know how to walk. So if all of a sudden your bike like flips over, you couldn't actually get anywhere from there. You could only like <laughs> crawl away. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're just That's like a cra- similar scenario with this. <laughs> Crawling around on the ground, but yeah. And the air yeah. is poison. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, all right, Steed. Uh, good article. So we're going to wrap it up there. Um, I'm running late because uh, my grandma locked herself out of her uh, her house. So I had to go drive over there earlier. Good times there with grandma. Maybe I'll call her uh, on another show and uh, get her update on that. Yeah, she can um, explain what happened to the viewers. Yeah, <laughs> she can explain what happened. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, Steed and everybody saw that Instagram post recently. Nice job. Hey, thanks. Yeah, it's uh, me with a mustache. So uh, yeah. if you haven't checked it out already, get down there. Yep, at Steed underscore Palomino. That's it. That's it. Uh, and uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. And the show has ended. Bam. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.